Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Curiosity seeks the facts with neutral, unprejudiced wisdom without suspicion. Charles Swindle. Now, what does that mean to you? Have you ever played private investigator for no reason, hoping to find nothing? Maybe you looked at his phone checked his email, surprised him at work, or showed up unexpectedly at the gym. It was innocent of you to look or show up, right? We're going to talk about the difference between curiosity and suspicion today. We are all guilty of this in some way, shape, or form, because the truth is there's a secret detective spirit in most of us where we accidentally go looking for something we don't want to find. By accidentally, I mean very intentionally with hopes of not finding anything. Now, curiosity is a way to reduce anxiety, right? It's the perception of a gap in one's knowledge or the need to know particular information. So we stay curious. Now, being curious is a great thing. I always say, stay curious, ask more questions. But when does curiosity lead to suspicion and what is the difference between the two? I got to thinking about this today because in my past, I'm super guilty of this. Like, let's just look at his phone really quick or look at his email really quick or whatever. Like I would start fights for no freaking reason. And let me tell you guys something. (laughs) You will always find what you're looking for, whatever it is. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, um, preface this by saying, don't distrust your gut instinct. If you feel like something is wrong. I have listened to my gut instinct more in the past couple of years than I have in my whole life for all the right reasons. And it led me to the truth for a lot of things. So I'm not saying that, but often we just create shit. We literally start fights like nothing is wrong. And we're like, "Mm, let me go see if I can find something. So if he or she has given you no reason, no reason to have a feeling, uh, but you do anyway, there are one... There's a couple ways to go about this. Now, I'm not a therapist and I've really fucked up in the past. So let me say that you can approach this a couple of different ways. You can go to them, him or her, and say, hey, like A, B, and C is bothering me. I have this feeling like, can you please put my mind at ease? Um, This may be my past triggering me, but I would just like some reassurance in this area, whatever that looks like for you, right? There's another way you can go about it. When they're sleeping or in the shower, you know their fo- their code to their phone. You can go looking. But then what? When you find something, because you will, you're going to have to justify why you looked at their phone. And there is no reason besides like, hey, you didn't trust me. And then boom, you found reasons not to trust him. Or maybe you didn't really find anything. Maybe you saw something that you didn't want to see, but it was like before you, you were dating. Like whatever it is, it's going to bother you. So be very, very careful in the way you approach things. Okay. So this detective spirit in most of us is, 
is a protective mechanism, right? We want to look out for ourselves. Um, but if you think about the best paperback books and television series, we always probe for motives, right? We always analyze the evidence. We become the private investigator. We want to ponder the killer's next move, right? And so this is innate within us. So there's nothing wrong with you, but I'm offering you a different perspective on maybe to look at it, you know, stay curious without assumptions. um, So your curiosity doesn't turn to suspicion. And if it does turn to suspicion, what to do about that? So what happens with our curiosity is it forces us to investigate things that are just slightly irregular. You know, like things don't feel right. Like I mentioned before, we want to fill the gap in our knowledge. And maybe it's like you're just wondering about his ex-girlfriend or something. And you're just like, hmm, maybe I'll just go look. I don't want to ask. If I asked, that would be weird. You know what's more weird? When you look, you find what you don't want to see, and then you got to tell him about it. So be careful. Your approach is everything. I've spoken about this multiple times, but tone, timing, and temperament for any conversation with somebody is key. I don't care if it's your boss or your wife or your husband. Okay. Nine o'clock on a Tuesday after a long day of work is not the time to blow up in somebody's face. You know, give them a time to be like, Hey, you know, Saturday morning, can we just talk? I have some things on my heart, on my mind. Like there is a way to go about things. Okay. And, you know, rewind back to being a child. Children are very curious, right? They're like, they have this built in part mechanism to inquire and be curious and say, why, why? you know, and sometimes it can lead to danger. (laughs) Sometimes just the inquisitive nature is just proof of a creative mind. Whatever the case may be, as we grow, as we change, we are human. And this desire to question and challenge and become more curious, it increases. So what does this mean for you? Now, curiosity and suspicion can be overdone. Like I said, we can kind of take it too far, but curiosity and challenge are healthy twins, right? So they're like, they're dressed alike until they grow up and then they become a little bit more refined and distinct. But there is a difference between curiosity and suspicion. It lies in the realm of what your motive is, right? So how you do one thing is how you do everything. And same thing when you say something, right? Are you, do you have an accusatory tone or do you have a question, a questioning tone? Very different. So suspicion is the act of suspecting something wrong without proof or evidence. It's mistrust, it's doubt, skepticism, extreme or negative caution. Literally the definition. Curiosity sees a cast on a leg and asks what happened. Suspicion wonders if anything happened. You see the difference? Like being curious versus assuming and assuming leads to the suspicion and it's just like a vicious cycle. Curiosity listens to a speaker and thinks, how did he come up with that? What's his technique? Suspicion doubts the validity of the statement or the motive of the speaker. Now, I have somebody very close to me in my life, by blood, that is very suspicious of everyone. You cannot say anything. You cannot compliment her. Nothing at all. And she's suspicious. You have ill intentions. And this breaks my heart because my heart is pure and I never have malicious intentions when I compliment her or talk to her. However, it breaks my heart. And so maybe you have somebody in your life that's just always suspicious, thinks everybody's out to get them. I'm sure you can think of one person. Don't take that personally, but maybe consider how you approach things and how you look at things. And when somebody talks and it's a view that you don't have or you disagree with, maybe be a little bit more curious and less suspicious. 
Curiosity observes an irregularity and challenges simply why. But suspicion entertains the idea, what's wrong here? Who's to blame? Who's at fault? I got my finger up in the air right now, pointing fingers, right? It it was you. It's got to be you. It's like when we approach a situation and we want to blame people instead of look in the mirror. If we're curious, we analyze with neutral, unprejudiced wisdom. While suspicion frowns and looks for deception. Curiosity listens to logic, common sense, and reason, right? Be a better listener than you are a speaker. And suspicion looks for something hidden, something held back. You know, being vulnerable with somebody new in a relationship and or years down the road, you know, talking about sexual abuse and or, um, you know, being broke or being robbed or whatever the case may be. We have a lot of stuff that we stuff down. So if somebody's vulnerable with you and talks to you about things, don't just assume they're holding a bunch of things back and stuffing a bunch of things down and be suspicious of them. Stay more curious of them. And in staying curious, they will be more receptive to you and be more open and be more vulnerable and vulnerable and transparent because your curiosity intrigued them. They're like, wow, this person really wants to know about me. They're not just assuming like, oh, I'm some you know deceptive person that just wants to keep everything I've been through inside of me. Really think about that. I had to think hard about this because it's really hard not to repeat old behaviors. What life continues to gift me every time I fall into this trap of wanting to look or being overly curious to get me in trouble is I find what I don't want to find. So without assuming that you're not trusting your gut instinct and whatnot, stay curious, but the approach is everything. If something's genuinely bothering you, you don't need to go play private investigator. I guarantee if you listen to this podcast and you're a private investigator, well, well, you're probably not. <laughs> you think you might be, but you're not. And especially as women, we go deep diving. You know, my biggest pet peeve is when somebody, I think with online dating, that makes it really easy to do this. You deep dive and go into Facebook and Instagram and everything before you've even met the person. Like you're Googling them. Okay, great. I don't want you going out with a serial killer, but give somebody a damn chance. Like get to know somebody, let them show you who they are. Not don't let their past show you who they are because we all change. We're all different. So curiosity and suspicion, they may be terribly persistent in your life. But remember one stays with the facts. The other strays beyond the facts. And in doing so develops without the facts. You create stories in your mind when you remain suspicious constantly. So maybe that's checking his phone or obsessing over his location. I have never turned my location on for a significant other. That conversation has never came up in my life. Now, I'm heading over to Africa. By the time you're listening to this, I'll be in Africa. I turn my on my location. I will. I mean, I can, but like, I don't even think my phone's going to work. So like if it's for safety reasons or you're traveling, like that's totally fine. But I also know somebody, uh, knew somebody who obsessed over her boyfriend's location. And it was, it was so unhealthy. It was like traumatizing for me to hear about. She's like, why is he there? Why is he there for so long? What's he doing? I know somebody else who is getting a divorce currently right now and her and her significant other have their location turned on. And one day she spent time talking to me in her parking, in the parking lot at work and her significant other kept calling her wondering why she was spending 40 minutes in the parking lot at work. 
get a freaking life. If you are with somebody and you're doing that to them or you think that's healthy, um, honey, mm -mm, no, 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 no. Stop doing that. You need to check yourself and move on because that person can do better than you and you can do better than that person if there's that, that sort of mistrust, that level of mistrust. There are good people in this world. And I'm not saying people don't mess up because they do. I started this whole episode saying I've messed up quite a few times when it comes to being suspicious. I have to tell you, I have always found what I was looking for. Okay. Spend time away and be with yourself. Ask yourself, why are you so curious? Why are you so suspicious? Is it old? Is it just an old habit? Have they given you a reason to journal about it? How can you approach the situation? We all have a past. And if there's no reason for you to mistrust him or her, don't fall into the trap of looking for shit. It's not easy to do. We all have the triggers and the old habits and they're hard to break. Even when things are amazing, we can be suspicious. Try to transform your suspicion into curiosity and see where that leads you. People show you exactly who they are. It's your choice to see them. Somebody who's literally damaging our lives and and maybe very unhealthy for us, show us how unhealthy they are for us every single day. You don't have to go looking. It's there. But you are choosing what you want to see. Jay Shetty says it best. He says, relationships are masterfully designed to annoy us. (laughs) It's easier to be alone, right? To not care what anybody thinks. But coming from somebody who's been alone for a long time and dated on and off and just like but had some amazing experiences, you know, I would, I'm, I don't take my current relationship for granted. I know he's a wonderful man and I've prayed for somebody who cares for me and loves me as much as I can love them, right? It can be lonely when we have these amazing experiences and nobody share them with. And on the flip side, it can be difficult to bring somebody along on our journey. The most important thing is to bring awareness to your relationship. It's uncomfortable. And often if we create burdens and problems, it feels easier to walk away. But those problems and those burdens, they're within you. They're following you. And you need to make mistakes and identify what you need to change to work on doing better. It's how we grow alone and as couples. But when something presents itself to you next, because it will, going forward today, tomorrow, the next day, Think about the difference between your suspicion and your curiosity because challenges are so beautiful and they're necessary to grow, to build confidence, to build trust. And after challenges, we grow together. It's beautiful. You're not meant to be with your twin. You're meant to be with somebody so different from you and how you handle your differences is more important than looking for what's similar. There's a lot of articles and a lot of research done on curiosity and happiness and all the things. And I truly believe that your perspective is everything. I try to stay curious, but there are definitely times that I'm still suspicious. Again, curiosity just forces us to investigate things that are slightly irregular. So rein in your detective spirit. Okay. I'm not saying be naive. Rein it in. Be curious. Seek the facts with neutral unprejudiced wisdom. Be smart about your techniques when it comes to approaching people and talking to people and see how your life changes. See how free you feel. You'll lose a lot of anxiety. You'll gain more sleep. 
It's exhausting obsessing over somebody or something. And I don't want that for you. So remember, private investigator, <laughs> leave that to the private investigator. Curiosity seeks the facts with neutral, unprejudiced wisdom without suspicion. I love you so much. I'm curious to think, to know what you think about this episode and how curiosity and suspicion shows up in your life right now. Remember, your past does not have to be your present. You can create a new beginning today, tomorrow, the next day, this very moment. Decide to be different. I love you all so much. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.